Hey guys, Tanya Musgrave here for The Practical Filmmaker. One thing we're kind of test driving here is bite-sized bonus content in the form of gear and gadgets or set tech. I'm still, I'm still waffling on what name to go with, but essentially we're asking our guests what their favorite gear is, new and old. We're offering this in two different ways. Number one, all of our podcast guests will be answering this exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. Since this is a new venture for me, that is probably one of the main ways that you could support this podcast. But if you can't swing that, don't despair. The number two way we'll be offering this type of morsel is tuning in right here every other Thursday that we aren't airing a full episode. You might remember David George from episode two of our podcast, previously named There to Hear. He's been a staple behind the scenes, and in his own There to Hear story, he's now a full-time freelancer and will be contributing as a regular by going on the set of his freelancing gigs, asking professionals about their favorite gear, and we will be bringing it right to you right here on The Practical Filmmaker with links to the gear on the blog at thepracticalfilmmaker.com and in our Instagram link in bio. For now, enjoy this freebie from our latest podcast guest, Arthur Anderson, action writer, second unit director, and first AD for films such as Wind Talkers, Mission Impossible 2 and 3, and television's Pretty Little Liars. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you, Tanya? Doing great. What is something that you've found to be really reliable? Your, your good old friend. <laughs> I'll tell you, when I'm ADing still, if I get in a, a really complicated situation, I'll go back to the old strip board. You know what right. I mean? I mean, now right. everything's everything is is electronic, right? Mm -hmm. Movie magic schedule and stuff. But here's the thing. On a giant feature, you have so many changes, days, nights, first unit, second unit. I'll take a giant plastic calendar as you put on the wall. Yeah, yeah. And as I know how much work is going to be each day, I have a Velcro on each day. And then I'll make little cards and I'll Velcro the back of that. So I'll put roughly what the scenes and the patient i'll put those on the calendar right and then you mm -hmm. can see what's day and have different colors days nights. so that mm -hmm. when you're initially scheduling something like that you yeah. can move those little pieces around the calendar oh there's a holiday oh this actor's not available on this day now you've you've got to change the whole back end of the schedule so first i would change that on that calendar right mm -hmm. And then I would go to movie magic scheduling and then you could you would know where you're changing your days at because Mission Impossible 2 is 152 shooting days. It wasn't intended mm. to be that. It just but it was a series of actors got injured, things like that. Mm. But when you look at the totality of 100 to 150 shooting days on a shooting schedule, you're trying to change. It, it, it becomes like a Rubik's Cube. So mm -hmm. if you can see that visually on the wall, visually you can see how the whole schedule shifting where if you tried to do that in a computer, you would – you know, it would drive you semi-insane. <laughs> well, you'd still be scrolling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, you could change that. It's like a Rubik's Cube. If I change this, what's it going to change here, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. it, it's not like when you start with a schedule on a film or TV show. Nothing's ever going to change. It's always an evolution, you know. There's nothing yeah. ever stays the same. That's the exciting part about it. <laughs> Are there tools of your trade that have evolved um, that you've seen work for the better? Like what new tool would be your, your go-to now? There's a couple of things to use. One is FrameForge. It's a storyboarding program. Mm -hmm. So if I'm trying to figure out an action sequence on a TV show or something like that, and, I, and we're talking about any of your time schedule, I, I can take cars and I can manipulate them on a grid and okay. sh wow. show the sequence of where things are going to happen and kind of storyboard it out because yeah. I'm not a great drawer. I can just stick men and it's really embarrassing. <laughs> Artemis, it's an app. It's a, it's a viewfinder, right? Oh. And so like – 
when I'd be doing like second unit on a movie or something, I could put Artemis up and I, and I could it, – it, you, you're, if you're shooting anamorphic, if you're shooting standard, you can adjust the frame size and you can look at the lens. So when you're going around the set, uh, I would take the Artemis and walk through it with the camera to see, oh, my gosh, we're going to see off the top of the perms here. So put eight more feet of backing up there, okay? Mm-hmm. I also have just an old viewfinder, that yeah. the old school Panavision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my – my new favorite tools is a drone, right? Yeah. Listen, I've chased a lot of cars and stuff with helicopters, and, and I work with some of the best helicopters around. But a helicopter is 20,000 parts flying in close formation. And if one of them gets out of sync, the whole thing can go bad. And I've, I've been flying in helicopters. Where the guy goes, we got to land. I go, why? He says, well, the chip sensor is picking up chips in the transmission fluid. I said, yeah, we should probably land. Uh, so <laughs> so oh things happen. Stars. You know, these are machines that break. Whereas with a drone, you know, you get the drone up and, oh, man, we just lost a propeller. It just went in the lake. Oh, too bad. Nobody got hurt today. Good. Yeah. So yeah. the drone is my new favorite thing because even in television shows, you can get great dynamic shots, high shots. You see people drive up. You know, it's safe. It's safer than having a helicopter making 160 mile an hour wind and you know, mm-hmm. flying around. There's still application for a helicopter where you have have to do it. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, when you're flying at altitude and you're doing chasing people on skis and stuff, there's there's some things where you'll never replace a helicopter. But I think visually and for storytelling, the drone mm-hmm. has really changed the industry. Man, thank you so much. Like these are uh, like these are the practical little bits that I absolutely love because it's like the rubber meets the road. So do you like this content? There's a poll up on Instagram today. Say yay or nay. Um, also give your input on the name because I kind of like Set Tech um, because he'll be out there on the actual set. But I also like gear and gadgets. I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's all for today. We will see you next time on The Practical Filmmaker.